You are about to listen to a message preached at Jubilee Christian Center, a parish of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Word, Purpose, Worship, Family, and Community. These are the things that we are about at Jubilee Christian Center. Do check us out at experiencejubilee.org. Thank you and God bless you. Good morning. You may please be seated. Good morning. I have um, 15 minutes to do this. And I pray the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. So this morning we'll be looking at who told you. Who told you. Last week we started a series on starting again with God. Starting again with God. And we looked at where are you? Where are you? And Pastor Ezekiel told us last week that it doesn't matter where you are. You cannot hide from God. He's omnipotent. He's omniscient. Ever seen. Ever present. Where are you? Where are you? You know, while I was preparing this, the Spirit of God dropped it in the mind. That there are so many people seated here this morning. So many. You're present in church. Physically, but you are not here. Do you understand that? You are here. I can see you on your seats. But God is saying to you, you are not here. And you know yourself. You are not here. You are just sitting here. But your mind is elsewhere. He can't see you. When he's counting the numbers in the auditorium, you are not there. He's telling us again, start again with me. Start again with me. Starting again with God means that you already had a relationship with God. Adam and Eve were in the garden. They had fellowship with God. Then what happened? They heard a voice saying to them, eat. They ate. And after they ate, what happened? There was what? A disconnect between Adam and Eve and God. I'll read the story to us. A pastor went out visiting the church members on a Sunday afternoon. At one house, it was obvious that someone was at home, but nobody came to the door, even though he knocked hard several times. Finally, the pastor took out his church business card and wrote out Revelation 3.20 on the back of it. And stuck it in the door. The verse says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. The next day at church, surprisingly, the pastor's card returned on the offering plate. Below the pastor's message was written the following quote from genesis chapter 3 verse 10 i heard your voice in the garden and i was afraid because i was naked so i hid my voice i hid myself that was why i did not open the door our test this morning will be taken from genesis chapter 3 verse 1 to 11 genesis chapter 3 verse 1 to 11 i'll quickly read that now the serpent was more cunning than any beast. 
Okay. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband who ate with, with uh, she also gave to her husband who told you who told you it's a question you hear every time God gives you a word concerning somebody and you're telling the person you say, how did you know who told you well this morning we are not talking about the voice of God we are talking about what voices are you listening to the Bible says they were both naked and they were not ashamed that was Genesis 2.25 That was when they had fellowship with God in the garden Said they were both naked And they were not ashamed Then the same people that were naked And were not ashamed All of a sudden Began to do what? Hide away from God Why were they hiding away from God? Because they heard a voice They heard a voice They heard a voice Whose voice? Are you listening to? Who told you? Who told you? If you go back to verse 1. Said, has God indeed said you shall not eat the tree of the garden? Has God indeed said? But I look around today and I find that there are so many verses around. In the garden of Eden, we had the voice of who? We have the serpent and the voice of God, Adam and Eve. But these days we have so many voices around. Social media. Our friends. You can name them. There are so many. So many. Whose voice are you listening to? So the voices around, what I've done to, is to categorize them into three. Four. One, the voice of God. The second one is your voice. Your voice. At times we talk to ourselves. It is me, my will. One, the voice of God. That's when the Lord speaks to you. The second one is by me voice. I'm talking to myself. It's me. My pride, my ego. It has to be my will. Then the other one is the voice of other people. So you're allowing other people to dictate what you do to you. You're allowing social media, everything around you. Then the last one is the voice of the enemy. The voice of the enemy was the voice that spoke to Eve in Genesis chapter 3 verse 1. Did God really say? It's a voice. Did God really say? What that means is that you actually don't know what the Lord is saying to you. 
But I now looked at Adam and Eve. And when I learned that Adam was there, when the serpent was talking to Eve, who did God give the instruction to? Bible scholars now. Adam. But who did the enemy go to? Why do you think the enemy went to Eve? <laughs> who had the voice? Adam. Adam was the one that had the original voice. He knew the instructions. But Eve had whose version? Adam's version of the instruction. The enemy is very cunning. So he knows you very well. And he knows the inf um, information you have. He has a plan. He knows God's plans for our lives. And he has a plan. The plan the enemy has for us, which we usually forget, is that we do not fulfill God's purposes for our lives. He knows. He knows where God is taking you to. But a lot of times we don't know because we don't ask. He doesn't want you to fulfill God's purpose for your life. That is why he always attacks in those areas. He has one mission. I'm talking about the voice of the enemy now. His mission is John 10.10. 10. Please can we quickly look at that. The thief comes not but to steal to kill and to destroy. The thief comes not but to steal, to kill and to destroy. But the Bible says what? Well, that God has come so that we might have what? Life. And we might have it more abundantly. He's come to steal, to kill and destroy the plans of God for our lives. And that was the same thing he did towards Adam and Eve. They were in the garden enjoying the fellowship of God. But when that voice came, what did the voice do? Confuse them and deny them of the pleasures in the garden. They were enjoying fellowship with God. They were enjoying fellowship with God. But the moment they listened to the voice of the enemy, there was a disconnect between Adam and and even God, they began to hide. Who are you listening to? Who are you talking to? The voice of the enemy is the voice of deception. Let's quickly look at John 8.44. You said I have two minutes. Okay. John 8.44. John chapter 8. I'll quickly read from the TPT version. So you know who the enemy is said you are the offspring of your father the devil you serve your father very well passionately carrying out his desires he was a murderer from the start he never stood for the truth for he is full of nothing but lies lying is his native language he is the master of deception and the father of lies He's the master of deception and the father of lies. So I'll quickly say this to you this morning. If you do not know God for yourself, or you do not know the word of God, the same thing he did to Eve, are you sure that was what God said to you? 
Please, let's look at, quickly look at that verse 1 again. Genesis chapter 3. Has God indeed said? Has God indeed said? She didn't actually know the exact instructions the Lord gave. Has God indeed said? The voice of deception. The voice of the enemy is a voice of confusion. He comes to confuse. He confused them. Has God indeed said? Has God indeed said? First Peter 5 verse 8 says, Be well balanced, temperate. I'm reading from the Amplified Classic Version. It said, Be well balanced, temperate, sober of mind, be vigilant, and cautious at all time. For the enemy of yours, you have an enemy. And let's also re- always remember that, that the de- devil roams around like a roaring lion. Roams around what? Like deception. Like deception. In first hunger, seeking someone to seize upon and devour. What voices are you hearing now? A lot of times we find ourselves in situations and we hear different voices speaking to us. There's someone here this morning and the Lord is saying to you, listen to me. What voices are you listening to? Who told you? Who told you you can't make it again in life? Who told you that you're so broken that you can't return back to God? Who told you that that man does not deserve forgiveness? You've been prayed for this morning. Who is that voice telling you that nothing will happen even after you have been prayed for? Who told you that you can't get married now? Who told you that you cannot have children again? Who told you that it's too late? What voices are you listening to? Who told you? The first voice I spoke about was the voice of God. Let's quickly look at Matthew chapter 4. Kulia, you help me without the temptation of Jesus. Matthew chapter 4, down to verse 2. Only I'm listening to you. 3, please go to 4. Okay, go back to 3. I want us to see how Jesus Christ, now the tempter came to him. And he said, if you are the son of God, Command the stones to become bread. What was that? That was a voice. That was a voice of the enemy talking to him. What did Jesus Christ say? It is written. It is written. It is written. It is 
written. It is written means that Jesus Christ had a relationship and he, know the, he knew what? The word of God for himself. Last week, Pastor Ezekiel asked us the question, where are you with God? Where are you in your study life? If I ask you the question, how many of you read your Bibles yesterday? I won't ask this morning. On Friday, I won't ask you to raise your hand because each time I do that, the numbers are very few. The only way you can overcome the enemy is with the word of God. Psalm 119 verse 105. He said, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Psalm 119 verse 11 says, your word have I hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you. Joshua 1.8 says what? This book of law shall not depart out of my mouth, but I will meditate upon it day and night. The truth is that if you do not know the word, when the enemy comes, you will have nothing to say. It is written. You have nothing to say. It is written. You are here this morning and the abuse is talking to you. There's someone here. The Lord is saying to you, you are in a relationship with somebody. You are not married. You are not married yet. It's a lady. You are in a relationship with a guy. And you are in an abusive relationship. What it means is that the guy beats you up. And he tortures you with his words. You are not married yet. You're in an abusive relationship. He tortures you with words and he beats you up. The Lord is saying to you, walk away. But there are voices telling you, no, you can't get any other person. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I can't get any other person. That's the voice of the enemy. The Lord is saying to you this morning, walk away from that relationship. And begin to build a relationship with me. Walk away from that relationship and begin to build what? A relationship with me. God is calling you to himself. I'll make another call this morning. You're here. We've been making altar calls several times. There's hardly any time you don't come to church. And you hear give your life to Christ every day. But that voice is saying to you like he said to Adam. Adam and Eve hid away from the presence of God. They felt they were naked. Adam and Eve that had a relationship with God. They said they were naked. They were exposed. They felt they were broken. The Lord is saying to you, I know you are broken. But I'm inviting you to come back to me now. Revelations chapter 3 verse 20 says, Behold, I stand at the door. The same way God went back to them in the garden of Eden. He said, I'm coming back. I'm waiting for you to come. 
We don't need all eyes to be closed. If you are here, please signify by raising up your hands. The Lord is saying, I've been waiting. But you've been listening to other voices. But I want you to listen to my voice. And you're that person. Just put your hands on your heart, on your chest this morning. The Bible says, with the heart you believe. And with your mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Just tell the Lord this morning that I believe that you died for me. I believe that you died to make me hold. Thank you for your blood that washes. Washes whiter than snow. Thank you for accepting me back again. I accept you as the Lord and personal Savior of my life. Father, we thank you. So let's just rise up and pray this prayer together. I know a lot of times we hear different voices. There are so many voices telling us different things. But the challenge we have is that we are even unable to discern those voices. Let's pray this morning that the Lord should help us. Father, help us to descend and obey your voice. That's the prayer. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord, to descend and obey your voice. Deafen me to the voice of the enemy in the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Shepherd of my soul. I give you full control. Wherever you may lead, I will follow. Shepherd of my soul, I give you full control. Wherever you may lead, 